0: Okay, everybody welcome back to the boost thanks so much for joining us happy Monday appreciate you being on no matter where and when you come on this is a uh, nostalgic week for me personally this is the last week of the season although I don't know if we call it a season thank God we've had the opportunity to be together for those that have been with us for a while for the entire year with a few breaks uh, and now we're taking a break that's it. All this is is a break. We're going to take the month of August off. So this will be the last week. And then hopefully with God's help we'll meet you back here after Labor Day. In thinking about what I want to talk about, I think I just want to share with you what's in my head. And what when you look back on the year, what are some of the, th- the themes that maybe we should think about over the summer, over the rest of the summer as they say. It's amazing how quick summer goes, right? You ever get that sense? Like summer's so quick, right? Why is that? Answer is only two months. That's why. Like February's quick. You're like, wait, how did it become March? Yeah, when you're having fun, like things move, you know. And so everyone's like freaking out now. Oh, my god, summer's summer, over. Everyone's like so scared. If summer's so important, we should do so. We should do it all year. But like end of July is like hard because you could turn the corner and August comes and you know it's September what should we think about towards the end of the year? What should be in our minds? So I want to share with you an idea. We, we, we've probably spoken about this before but I think it's I think it's a message that we should walk away with, with God's help. Last week I had a, a meeting with a certain executive and we were trying to solve a problem in his company. His company had a lot of people and they were spending a lot of money Hundreds of people are working in this company, millions of dollars in salaries. And yet, as many people as they've hired, almost everyone, with rare exception, feels overworked. And so there's this massive disconnect where the executives are like, hey, this is a massive payroll. Like, there's a lot of people in this building. And the employees are like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. My work is too much. I need more people. I need more help. I need more hands. And there's this disconnect. Manager doesn't get us. We're overworked. We're understaffed. And manager's thinking, "What is with these people? Like, there are a lot of people here. So we're trying to strategize it. And one of the things that we discussed, and I think I've mentioned it here before, is the idea of dilution of hours concept of dilution of hours what does that mean? In the old days they used to have wine if anyone ever studied this in the Talmud the wine was very thick and there was a question if you could even drink it or make a blessing on it it was so thick it was almost inedible and so anytime you saw the you had wine really it was concentrate And what they would do is they would bring the wine out I think and then they would pour the water and the wine in order to dilute the wine, so you can drink it. When you dilute something, you have the thing; it's just, it's just less. It's, it has less ingredients. It's thinner. It's less effective. So, if you're running a company and the company is not finely tuned. You don't have procedures, you don't have process. It's every person for themselves. Well, yeah, someone could come to work nine o'clock in the morning, and to get one thing done is six phone calls, five of which are irrelevant, and the person next to them is relatively new because they just started or there's a new job they don't know how to do, and it takes them double the time and then you work with somebody who's uh upset at something, and so that's half of the conversation then there's politics and there's uncertainty so theoretically you're at three o'clock in the afternoon and this may be your life by the way I may be describing your life it may be three o'clock in the afternoon and you've you've been working you're exhausted and if you really sit down at your desk you probably got like 42 minutes of actual productive work done right you've been just at the office for seven hours you've been at the office for five hours but between three times the amount of time to get a job done in between this politics and that and th- all the stuff you're hanging around the office but it's not productive it's not efficient it's not effective so when you get to the end of the day you've diluted your hours I remember once a mentor said to me that if you want to understand what great learners do they don't judge their day by hours they judge their hours by minutes Awesome, awesome concept. It's not ten hours; it's forty-five minutes per hour. If you look at your, if you look at your life in hour-long blocks and ask yourself, "How many minutes in this hour was productive?" This is a big issue in the area of multitasking and distractions, because it takes time for you to get to deep work. So, if you're sitting at your desk or you're sitting at anything, and you're deepening into deep work and then you feel distracted or you want to get distracted or the dopamine that you need in your brain because you're used to scrolling, is hitting and now you feel like you're in withdrawal so you distract yourself. Then you come out of your deep work and get to the surface to check your phone, check online, Then you go back into the work. Well, guess what? It takes you a few minutes to get to the deep work again. So if you just take that experience of a five minute break, it could be 20 or 15 minutes of diluted hours. So you sat down for an hour, you only got 30 minutes of actual really good work done. I don't know if you've had that experience before. Check it. Check out your life. Try this, by the way. This is, you know, they say try this at home. Try this at work. Wherever you work, try it. One day, go in with a piece of paper, a pad, and at the end of each hour, ask yourself how many minutes in that hour were productive. You'll be you'll be shocked. You could probably work half your day, and get the same amount of work done. So, if you have dilution of hours across a massive company, what you have is lots of people feeling overwhelmed because they're still getting home six, six, seven, eight, eight o'clock at night, right? They're still they're still spending energy. They're still using their willpower. There's there's still ego depletion, right? They're still working their minds. Figuring out the politics of a group is still mind work. It's not as maybe as productive as figuring out a deal, but politics is mind work. You're exhausted when you're done with that. You come home at the end of the day, you're tired. You just think you worked hard. You only gave the company two and a half hours of work, but you put in a solid nine-hour day. And forget the easy stuff, right? Forget like the sports over analysis. Forget that stuff. That's the easy stuff. I mean, forget the stuff that like not just like hi, how are you, how you doing, what you see on 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 you know Netflix. I'm talking about like the deep analysis, the guys who think that like they're Mike, they're Mike and the Mad Dog, those guys. The deep analysis where you spend like 20 minutes in like real analysis over the future career of Baker Mayfield. And will Deshaun Watson play for the Browns? And what and and people are like really, they have real opinions. And you look look at your watch 30 minutes in. I mean, that's that's significant. That's a significant allocation of time to things that will never come back to you in life. Just triple that. And that's what happens in a company. Management goes, I don't see you guys lapping up the competition. Like I don't know everybody's overworked like we should be winning awards like we should be killing it I don't see that and the employees saying overworked because they come home at 8 o'clock and they still haven't done half their stuff and the, the work keeps on piling up and the answer is process and procedures and, and efficiencies and data and digitizing and all the stuff you gotta do to run an efficient business well, that applies to your life as well. You got to run an efficient life. So how do we do it? All right, so let's let's talk about it tomorrow. I want to address a few things. About it. maybe we can start working on making our lives a little bit more efficient. All right, buddy, have a great day. God's help. Can we see you again tomorrow? Living on a lifeline. The world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine. But you're caught up in the rain. It's like you're right open, but you cannot see, you're watching life, pass you by like one, two, three, walking in destruction, the winds of life blur your vision, all the devastation, forever feels like you're on the run, it's time, no one else can set you free, you're locked inside, and only you have got the key.